Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back here on the Ticket Water Cooler. We're about to go back to the year 2010 here in about uh, 10, 15 minutes. One of the better times for Nebraska football. But before we do that, we're looking forward to the better times of Nebraska football by listing out our top five additions from the transfer portal. Of course, that excludes the JUCOs, which are even more interesting. I think you can see Deshaun Singleton and Anthony Grant as starters uh, at safety and running back, respectively. Though, I'll have to say, at running back, they're going to have to hold off Jacquez Yant, who was uh, on the captain this uh, this afternoon. So if you missed that, go back oh, yeah. to the, uh, the podcast page, or you can find it on Twitter, Facebook, or Twitter. Twitch or anything, anywhere where we stream. Um, but uh, kind of cool to always have Jock Yant, uh, when, whatever he is able to stop by. And he's launched his clothing brand. Um, if, if, if you were if you were an athlete, um, clothing brands is kind of the easiest way to get some NIL money out of it, right? Uh, would you, have, you, have you made a uh, Nathan Brennan uh, <laughs> like slogan or in, uh, would you have made like a NB and then your number on it or something? Yeah, I'd probably somehow incorporate NB into some type of logo. Yeah. We can make it pretty cool my buddy actually made a shirt i was reporting live from nebraska and just a picture of my face <laughs> and wore it to a football tailgate so that was kind of funny that's pretty cool maybe no, you should uh cool. we should put that on the ticket website see if anybody <laughs> buy that one. i doubt it yeah <laughs> maybe maybe you never know you do never know. Uh, at least your family might buy a few of them. That makes some, <laughs> some right. NIL money yeah, there. That's right. uh, you want to go first here with your top five editions? There's plenty, plenty to go through. Of course, we have the uh, others receiving votes category. I go at the end of anybody that missed uh, our top five. But uh, yeah, I'll let you go first at five. Do you want me to go five, or do you want me to name all of them? Uh, just go five. Go we'll, five. We'll, match. we'll just keep going. Uh, we'll number five, I have Brian Buscini. And Brian Buscini? I think it's actually, maybe not that it's sad that I have him at five, but... With as bad as special teams were last year, especially punting, it's just like, I don't think it could get any worse, but if it does, it's going to be another dumpster fire. Like, it's going to be another yeah. disaster of a season. For crying out loud against Michigan State, I, th- I feel like I bring this up once a week. They didn't give up a first down in the second half, and you lose the game because of special teams. you got to clean up special teams. It starts with the punter. I've got Buscini at five. I won't say regrettingly, but it, we've, re- <laughs> we've reached the point that a special teams guy needs to be in there. Yeah, I might even go with Timmy Bleak Road over uh, over Buscini, um, in part because I, I think Buscini kind of had an up and down spring uh, game anyway, and that, that's certainly something did. they can kind of relate. To, uh, you yeah. know, punting as far as anything can can kind of transfer over uh, to the games. And yeah, I mean, it, it was kind of hit or miss, but he was the FCS punter of the year, so uh, you got some high hopes there. Timmy Bleak Road, who's yet to arrive on campus, was not at the spring game. Um, it can be a big part of that too, because as, as often as we talk about how poor Nebraska's red zone offense was, a lot of that was missed field goals. Like, when you get a nothing out of it, it. A lot of it was. Yeah, when you get nothing out of it, as even even opposed to three points, uh, which obviously isn't the goal, um, you know, that's really going to hurt your red zone offense. And it did. And, and Nebraska um, obviously thought they were in good hands going into last year uh, with Connor Colt, but... Uh, didn't didn't turn out that no, way. No, not so much. And it could be was... such a head game. That's why I hope yeah. Bleak Road just, I don't yeah. know, if he meditates or just keep him in a bubble. Starts and... out hot. Yeah. Start out hot. 
So we'll see. Between those two, I think that is pretty big. At number five, I have Marcus Washington, the latest addition uh, in the transfer portal. I like his chemistry that he has uh, with uh, Casey Thompson. And the bigger biggest thing is whether it's it's him. Obviously, I think Trey Palmer will be on this list for both of us. Um, or even Isaiah Garcia-Castanedo. I think it's a little bit overlooked. He had more yards than any Nebraska wide receiver last year in Division One at New Mexico State. Not for a very good team. Uh, but I just think that, that some wide receivers need to be on this list. I included two because I think that that's going to be the offense I, I project I there's going to be a lot of slinging the ball around and he's going to need some targets to step up I think Marcus Washington is going to be one of those guys he's uh, as, as far as his report coming in uh, seems to be pretty good at run blocking as well so he can kind of get that going mm. for Nebraska um, had a few drops which angered Texas fans um, and so maybe he has to shore up his hands a little bit but uh, he's athletic he, he's tall uh, 6'2 um, I think that's a, the second tallest weapon that you're going to see out there for Nebraska as far as wide receiver goes um Omar Manning obviously being 6'4 but um yeah so I got Marcus Washington who's at number four for you I want to do a quick shout out first Willie says that LSE that's Lincoln Southeast yep. right Lincoln Southeast freshman Thomas Bryson just won class a golf championship a freshman so it sounds nice. like we're gonna have to remember that name Bach Thomas Bryson so that's sh- a good golf name too. shout out to Thomas no that's <laughs> uh, that's incredible class a as a freshman yeah shoo uh, might, might have to keep our eye on him. Maybe he'll get recruited in Nebraska. Who yeah. knows? And Nebraska's yeah. got a golf team, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, number four, I have Tommy Hill. You know I'm very high on Tommy Hillbach. And I was looking at the class of 2022. Obviously, Oshawn Mathis went from a three-star in high school to a four-star in the transfer portal. Outside of that, Tommy Hill is the only guy that kept his four-star. So he's a four-star recruit out of high school, four-star recruit coming into the transfer portal. You're assuming he's probably going to take the place as Cam at Cam Taylor Blit, Cam Taylor Britt, kind of that lockdown guy on the outside. So I think he's going to have to have a big year, especially when that defense is looking to maybe reload a little bit because, I mean, you have a lot of guys going off to the NFL, a few guys graduating. So I've got Tommy Hill, and, and I'll tell you now, he, obviously, outside of who we're probably going to both have at number one, is the only defensive guy that I have on this list. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I, I like that pick. I, I think between him, uh, like we said, we're t- keeping out the JUCOs here, but I think Deshaun Singleton, a JUCO transfer, uh, might take one of those spots. Tommy Hill, I know, is expected to kind of be that that guy, maybe the corner, uh, you know, starting at corner there. Um, but uh, from what I saw in the spring game, he was out there with the, some of the lower units too. So I think he's got some a, a little bit of ways to, to rise to get that. But that's the expectation. And, and between yeah. them, throw Kane Williams in there. Um, you, you hear it from a lot of pundits, and I'll, I have to agree with them, um, is that this this secondary is, is more athletic um, than last year, which is saying quite a bit because Cam Taylor Britt showed off his athleticism. Yeah. Deontay Williams, when they did their um, like skill drills in the summer last year, was a, a top name on some of those. So um, you know that says a lot. But between them, there's a lot of athleticism there. Is it gonna is that gonna translate to the field as far as getting experience? Because that, that's where they they are kind of missing a little bit. But um, you know some some guys like like. You know, Omar Brown at least has some experience there. Tommy Hill, not too much, but uh, kind of in the same case with Kane Williams, where young guys, highly recruited, big time uh, mm-hmm. four stars, and yeah. we'll see if they can turn it over. I've got uh, Devin Drew at number four. Okay. Of course, a uh, transfer from Texas Tech. The, the fact that he's uh, a lot of this had to do with need, right? I mean, they absolutely needed a guy right. um, that's been through it, and he's been through it. Um, and so you got Ty Robinson, Oshan Mathis, uh, Devin Drew. I think will be one of your starters there on the front line of experienced. 
um, defensive lineman, and I don't expect him to flash or have a huge, a huge game. Uh, but I think that it, when you, when, one of my favorites out of the group to start would be Devin Drew. So I had to put him on the list. I'd agree with you. I'd, I'd kind of be surprised if he didn't start. At number three, I have Trey Palmer, and I was asking you before the show too, and I want to ask the text line four zero two four six four five six eight five. Outside of Wandale Robinson, who obviously went on to Kentucky, got drafted in the NFL. Who was the last big playmaker that Nebraska had? Like, a team came in to Lincoln, and it says, you have to watch out for that guy. Like, we're going to get beat by anybody but that guy. I think Trey Palmer has the potential to be that guy. Will he? I don't know. We haven't seen him do too much at LSU. Obviously, it's very different circumstances here at Nebraska. Follows Mickey Joseph. I, I would say that he's probably the number one receiver. I don't know who else would be. Maybe Omar, but yeah. I mean, who even knows at this point, right? I mean, we've said that the past two seasons. So he did get pretty I, consistent as being a, a target to sound the second half of that year. He though. did, Omar but did. if I had to say going into the season, who is the number one receiver and who has the most play, big playmaking ability is going to be a former five star any day of the week. So I've got Trey Palmer at three, and I'm very curious to see what you guys have to say. The last guy that was because obviously Wandale would it be Amir Abdullah? Like it's, yeah. I feel like it's been a while since there's been a guy that you say before you even enter the stadium, we are not going to lose to that guy. And I think he has the potential to be to be that. Yeah, off the text line, we have uh, early DPE, DeMorning Pearson. I think that's a, a solid pick. Uh, Jamal Turner, that's going back a ways. That's a while. Uh, Amir Abdullah. Amir Dusty Abdullah is yeah. a while ago, too, yeah. I would say that that's your guy, though. I mean, because I think, um, you know, Stanley Morgan was good. It ended up being a 1,000-yard receiver. Um and you did have to look out for him, but a lot of that was in, in <laughs> like, um, I mean, at times where they weren't doing too great. I mean, so, I mean, I think he'd be close. I mean, he's a solid receiver. I don't know if you would, you would describe him as much as a playmaker. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't think Nebraska, and Wandale certainly would fit in that, that Absolutely, category too. Absolutely, but yeah. he ended up transferring in now. More so at Kentucky than so, at Nebraska. Right, so, right. Uh, there you go. Uh, I have number three. I have Trey Palmer, too. We just went over that. I'll, I'll let, you, let you continue with uh, number two here. Number two, I think we might have these flip-flopped. I have O'Shawn Mathis at two. I, I think a need is a big part of it, and I think the fact that a dominant pass rusher can change the entire outlook of a defense. We, we've seen it at the NFL level. We see it at the college level. You can even look at the high school level. If you have a dominant defensive end that can get to the quarterback, it changes the way that you run your offense. It changes the way that you run your defense. It changes the. It impacts the entire game. So I have O'Shawn Mathis at two, and then I'll just go right into one because I'm assuming we'll have this yeah. flip-flopped and we can discuss it. I've got Casey Thompson at one. And I've told you, Bach, and I've, I've told everyone this. If Nebraska is going to be successful this season, and I have 9-3 and three put up on the board right now, for them to get to that number, Casey Thompson has to be great, possibly elite. Like, this, this season is going to ride on the success of Casey Thompson. And I hate to say that, but when you look at Adrian Martinez and the success of, of the team as a whole, if Adrian Martinez was just a little bit better in just a few games, we're having completely different discussions about the direction of Nebraska football right now. Completely different discussions. So I think this is going to ride on Casey Thompson. I know that's a lot of pressure to put on a guy who's never put on a Nebraska uniform outside of the spring game, but I think at the reality of the situation, you got the team. You had the team last year. You, I think you have the coaches in the building. You just got to get the quarterback right. And I think they did. I think they did. And I, that's why I'm at 9-3, and three, and I think it's going to be a big part of this season. 
All right, a lot of it comes down on how much you would you would uh, describe those losses uh, and, and how much blame you would put on Adrian Martinez. Maybe Which that's why I have them flip People have a different opinion. It's because I don't. I you know I'm not sure if they have the coaches in the building as opposed to right. Um, you know that's kind of my question there. Question there at the top after four years of, of not um, having a very good product. I mean, and a lot of it being like coaching throughout a game. So um, which they changed. What? Which they changed. They changed uh, the way that they're going to do it. I'm just saying there's there's losses that I could directly pl- point to coaching rather than Adrian Martinez. Or There's uh, losses players. that I could directly point to Adrian Martinez, right. though. There are. So it goes both ways. So it does. It goes both ways. Yeah, I mean, they all combined to, to mess up and, and, and have their mistakes and, and lose in the moments. And they just couldn't get the win. Hopefully that's changed this year. I think O'Shawn Mathis, maybe it's maybe I have him at number one because I've been waiting, you know, because we're talking about the quarterback, but also because I've been waiting for quite some time. It's tough to get that guy. And, Nebra- and Nebraska's not the only team that's, like, waiting around five to six years to get an edge rusher like O'Shawn Mathis could be. And if they if he turns out to be, you know, that similar threat that what we saw from, you know, Randy Gregory's an extreme example, but, a, uh, uh, you know, an Eric Martin for back in the day, or, you know, the, the Kyle Vandenbosch's Mike Ruckers of the world before you get into the Grant Wistrom's and stuff like that like there's levels to it obviously but um i you just could do great things for nebraska especially their secondary and with the other players that they have around him i, mean, I think you got quite a package when you're yeah. going to be pass rushing um even though you know caleb tanner maybe they didn't didn't you know it seems like caleb tanner all his plays were penalties or like you know he <laughs> like got called back for some reason so his stats didn't look quite as great but you know along with nelson uh you know and, and ty robbins i think they're gonna have even quite the a package. interior Bach, I, mean, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they can get to the quarterback from the interior you, you yeah. made some serious moves and i know it was super scary when casey rogers entered the transfer portal but Devin Drew can get to the quarterback. Ty Robinson can get to the quarterback. John Cortland says Chubba might have something to say. Uh, yeah, Chubba Cortland could put him on. I've, I don't know if it's just recency that we've been hearing that. I've been hearing a lot about Chubba Purdy. Hey, he had a, he had a good fans, spring game. I, I know, fans have been talking about him a lot. We There's nothing I we love know. more than a good spring game here <laughs> in Nebraska. To start spring game quarterback up. duel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back here on the Ticket Water Cooler, we'll go back in history. It's Box History Lessons. Back to the year 2010. It was a good year, especially the first few games. We'll go back to that coming up next here on the Ticket Water Cooler. 